Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Pick the songs. We'll play them. 410-583-1057. Bob Haney, Nolan McGraw. And, of course, Vinny Serrato, Orioles pitchers and catchers, reported yesterday out on the field today. Mike Elias, Brandon and I met with the media. Let's just say the news hasn't been all that great so far on this February 15th. Joining us now to talk about that and more because, man, the mood's kind of changed for me, at least anyway, over the last hour and a half. But he's with the Baltimore Sun, beat writer for the Birds of Baltimore, joining us on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome in for the first time, Matt Wyrick. Matt, good morning, and thanks for joining us here on The Fan, and welcome to Baltimore, my man. Thanks, man. It's, it's been a crazy start for sure, but excited to get going here. Yeah. Now explain all the bad news. Now, first we'll start with Bradish, and I know that Elias said, uh, I guess the UCLA was tweaked in January when he began his throwing program. PRP injections were part of the equation but I guess it's not hyperbole to get a little bit concerned here, Matt, when Elias right out of the gate says he's going to start the year on the IL. Yeah, I mean, look, the uh, Corbin Burns trade certainly makes a lot more sense now that uh, we know that Bradish had an injury that he was already dealing with. So certainly that helps cover for the top of the rotation, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what the ripple effect is here. You know, it's, Bradish is going to be starting a throwing program here tomorrow. Uh, so he is on the men on the way back, which is good news, but it's uncertain just how much time he'll miss. Uh, obviously means guys like with, with John means as well, uh, likely to miss opening day. Uh, Tyler Wells, Cole Irvin, uh, Bruce Zimmerman all appear to now be in contention for rotation spots when uh, it seemed like the, the Orioles rotation was pretty much all sewn up and ready to go for opening day just yesterday. Yeah, and it's ironic too, Matt, because before the news broke, we were talking about the Orioles having maybe one of the five best rotations in the American League. But anyway, and you mentioned Irvin, you mentioned uh, uh, um, uh, Zimmerman, and you mentioned uh, you know Tyler Wells, who had a great first half of the season as a starter assuming, and especially with Irvin, because Zimmerman's coming back from an injury himself, and Wells, they do turn out to be number four and five in the rotation. How does this change things in regards to the construction of the bullpen? Yeah, I mean, it was certain that whoever did end up on the wrong end uh, of that fifth starter competition was going to end up in the bullpen, possibly two of them, uh, with Dean Kramer being involved in that mix as well. Now he's pretty much 
uh, a lock to, to have a rotation spot. So I think it opens the door a little bit for guys like Keegan Aiken and Mike Bauman to potentially uh, make a case for this rotation. Bauman, of course, is out of options. So uh, if he can make the team, I think that gives the team more flexibility to, to send a couple other guys down who have more options. So uh, Aiken, who you know is coming off of a down year, but certainly has proved in the past uh, he can handle a bullpen role. Uh, I think that's probably the, the best news of the day is for him uh, and his potential to make the opening day team. Now, Matt, for people just tuning in, Gunnar Henderson, he's got the oblique. Sammy Basayo uh, dealing with some elbow issues himself. So uh, let our listeners know exactly what the severity is and what the time frame is, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, Gunnar Henderson dealing with uh, an oblique aggravation, it sounds like. Uh, only two to three weeks he's expected uh, to be missing slash working his way back in. So it doesn't sound like he's going to be on the field for the start of Grapefruit League action, but his opening day status uh, doesn't appear to be in jeopardy right now. As for Basayo, he has a stress reaction in his throwing elbow, which sounds pretty scary, not going to lie, but uh, he's still catching and playing DH for now, just not throwing uh, at all. So it, it sounds like it's something that they're going to work their way through with him on the field as opposed to him being sidelined altogether. So certainly, you know, Obviously, the start of spring, nobody wants to be dealing with any injuries. But for those two, uh, neither seems like a major concern at this point. Matt Wyrick covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Sun. Joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. And I guess the obvious question now with Gunner going to be day-to-day, that Jackson Holiday, he was going to be under the microscope and everybody was going to be all over him anyway. But now maybe a bigger opportunity to get some real everyday, air quotes, reps with the Orioles here next couple of weeks anyway. Absolutely. And, you know, Mike Elias obviously said last week that he would be getting reps at second base, but this opens up an opportunity for him to do it at shortstop, his natural position. So the Orioles are going to get a good look at him. Uh, They also have a ton of outfield and infield depth that they're going to be able to mix and match uh, throughout the spring. And, you know, as they try to narrow down this group of 60 players down to 26, they're, they're at least... You know, there's never good news when a star player like Gunnar Henderson is hurt, but uh, it does afford an opportunity, like you mentioned, to get a better look at some guys that maybe wouldn't have gotten as much playing time otherwise. So uh, the the Orioles are certainly going to be able to take their time now uh, to figure out who's going to crack this infield, who's going to crack the outfield, uh, because a lot of these guys play several different positions and can be moved all over. So however Brandon Hyde and Mike Elias decide to fit the puzzle pieces in, they'll at least be working with more information now. Matt, if if, if the pitchers, you know, if Means and Bradish are – coming back, let's say, a month, two months. I mean, it gives it gives Hyder a good chance to see what he's got. And you know what? Down the road, that depth, you know, you, when you're sitting in September, you're saying, damn, you know what? Things happen for a reason. That was the one, one of the best things that happened because we got more depth now with starting pitching. Absolutely. And, and you know, Cole Irvin is out of options. So the Orioles were, if they wanted to hold on to him and maintain his uh, what he brings to the rotation and the depth there, then they would have had to put him in the bullpen and potentially stretch him out later uh, if he was going to get back into the rotation. Tyler Wells has shown a lot of promise at times, uh, certainly more out of the bullpen last year than he did in the rotation, but uh, he has known, been known to put together some nice starts. So, you know, maybe Wells has, has turned a corner or Irvin is a guy who, had they cut him out of camp, they would have never known that he could be a, a long-term contributor. So, We'll see what these guys look like uh, as spring progresses and we get into the season, but uh, it's certainly testing the depth right out of the gate. Um, and, and, you know, Mike Lyons has talked about this a lot. You don't ever get through the season with five starting pitchers. Uh, they just didn't think that they were going to have to tap into, you know, numbers six and seven this early. The, the thing that's a little concerning about means to me is, is that it's kind of continuing now, you know, that he's, he, 
like he was he had the surgery, comes back, then he's hurt again. You know, are we seeing where he's good for a little bit and then he's going to be hurt again? You know, that type of guy. You know, it, it's tough to say. Everybody's Tommy John recovery is different and means obviously uh, tried to come back and had some, some solid results in four starts, but ultimately was had that elbow barking again and had to shut it down. And the fact that he is still dealing with that same exact injury at this point, several months later, is concerning. But I don't think anyone realistically expected means to go out and make 30 starts this year. Uh, and that's what the acquisition of Corbin Burns, who's not just an ace, but an innings eater, uh, really helped kind of mitigate uh, your reliance on a guy like means going out there and, and giving you 160 plus innings. I mean, that I don't know how realistic of an expectation that was. Uh, but certainly the Orioles plan for it, and, and they've got the depth to withstand it. So uh, as far as what Means is going to be able to do this year, uh, I think a big part of that is, is what his fastball looks like and, and whether or not he's going to be able to, you know, not just go out and make a nice start, but how he recovers from that, what he looks like the next day uh, and build from there. So it, it's not something that, you know, we're going to know right away, but certainly as the season goes on uh, and we start to see what he looks like over a five-day routine, we'll get a better sense of Matt Wyrick covers the Orioles for the Baltimore Sun. Matt, we appreciate the time. Enjoy Florida. I will uh, introduce myself when we get back, when you get back to Baltimore at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. And we look forward to talking to you multiple times throughout the course of the season, whether you like it or not. Or, or not. And by the way, uh, you'll be doing it for free. So uh, there you go. Welcome <laughs> to Baltimore, Matt Wyrick. And we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan will come back. Whip around, talk about what happened in the world of sports last night. And historically, one of the great upsets in sports history took place on this date, February the 15th. And we'll talk about the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. They've got their own drama to deal with. Neil Solon's Rays radio. They go to the playoffs. They compete. They're still good, and they still have really good players. But have they taken a dip from 23? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get 24. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Fox Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 105.7 The Fan.
Benny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan is the whip around. Here on this Total Request Thursday, pick a song, we'll play it. 410-583-1057, get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. Maryland beat Iowa last night, coming from behind to do so. We'll talk about that later in the 12 o'clock hour. But on the NBA hardwood, real quick, hey, Sacramento got a win, beat Denver. Jokic had a pretty rough game, especially by his standards. But all Red Velvet contribute to the cause for the Kings. Oh, excuse me. He had eight points. Alex Led had two points, three boards there. But another Baltimore kid did some damage as his team won as Miami beat Philly 109-104. And how about a curly guy fried up? Off the deflection. Here comes Pam right down the runway. Loose ball. Pops out to Martin. Here's Jovich. Nice flip. High slip. A corner tray. Kaboom. Kaboom. Says Bally Sports. Hey, with Highsmith. 16 points, Miami 109-104 over Philadelphia. Sixers shorthanded right now, minus Joel MB. Tobias Harris has missed a couple of games as well. So the Heat get a big win as Haywood Highsmith contributes to the cause. The Wiz last night in New Orleans, high-scoring game, lose 133-126. How about Denny Avdia? 43 points, 15 rebounds. Zion Williamson, remember him? He had 36 in the win. For the Pelicans, Charlotte blows out Atlanta, 122-99. Bruno Fernando, Terps, 6 points, 12 boards, and an assist there. Bruno starting because Clint Capella out for Atlanta. The Hawks, they're just treading in a wrong direction. Indiana survives Toronto, 127-125. Jalen Smith missed a couple of games dealing with a back issue. Pascal Siakam had a big game against his former team, Emmanuel Quickly. Another Baltimore guy, 14-6-7. As the struggles for the Raptors continue on, it was Memphis, 121-113 over Houston. Santi Aldama, Greyhounds of Loyola, 7-5-4. Cam Whitmore, who had really been playing well for the Rockets, dealing with an ankle injury, which has kept him out of the lineup. Also, college hoops last night in the Big Ten. Michigan State, 80-72. Penn State, top 25 matchup. Between number 13, Auburn, and number 11, South Carolina. Auburn won by 40, literally. 101-61 there locally. It was American U, coached by former Terp and McDonald's All-American and personal friend Dwayne Simpkins. 59-42 over Navy. Speaking of those Greyhounds, they got a win, rare. 79-64 over Lafayette. And then in the Big Ten coaching news, Chris Holman got fired by Ohio State. Chris Holtman, Ohio State. Remember, they just beat Maryland last week, but they just lost the other night. Chris Holtman, 14-11, and 4-10 in the Big Ten are the Buckeyes. 137-85 during his career in Columbus, including four NCAA tournament appearances. They would have made it in 2020 as well, but the COVID year, they missed last year, obviously, unless they win the Big Ten tournament. They're out there. Holtman came over from uh, Butler. Nolan, remember when Butler beat Maryland in the first round of 2017? Mellow Trimble, freshman herder. Chris Holtman was the coach. Highly coveted coach yeah. when he uh, yeah, joined Ohio game. State. Trayvon Blewett was the star for uh, Butler back in those days. Vinnie and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. It's the whip around. I don't know if this is true, but boxing news. Canelo Alvarez should be fighting Jamal Charlo. On Cinco de Mayo weekend, March uh, May the 4th. Remember, uh, Canelo beat his brother, Jamel, 
Jamal's the bigger one, but he's only fought twice in four years. Four years ago, this would have been a killer fight. I don't know about now, but it is what it is. Speaking of fighting, this day in Vegas, 1978, February 15th, Leon Spinks in his eighth pro fight beat Muhammad Ali by split decision to win the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world, which caused the separation of the belts. We don't have enough time to get into all of that. But for that night, Brent Musburger, Ferdy Pacheco on the call for CBS, by the way. And I did watch it, not a lie, because I don't lie. Muhammad Ali made $3.5 million that night. Leon Spinks made $320,000 that night. 1975, Maryland Hoops history. Down in uh, Old Carmichael Auditorium, third-ranked Maryland blows out 11th-ranked North Carolina on national TV. 96-74, John Lucas, 31.6 rebounds. Steve Shepard, Olympic gold medal winner. He had 21. Owen Brown, rest in peace, at 18. Mitch Kupchak led the way for the Tar Heels with 27. 2010, more recent vintage at the old, I guess it was still the Comcast Center then. Maryland 85-66 over Virginia. Gravis Vasquez 38-5. Landon Milborn had 14. Jason Williams had 11 and 11. And then speaking of that 2017 Maryland team at Northwestern, ranked number 23. Terps win 74-64 over Harmon's Wildcats. Mello Trimble, 32 points, four boards, three assists. Anthony Cowan had 13, and DeMonte Dodd had 12. That's your day in sports history. When we come back, talk about the Tampa Bay Rays as their uh, offseason was a little bit newsworthy, and their uh, spring training has begun in earnest. Neil Solens, Rays Radio, and we'll get his thoughts on the loss of Kyle Bradish for the Orioles for maybe an extended period of time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Taking sports to a whole new level. 1057 The Fan. Hey, 1057 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick the songs, we'll play them. Send your request, plots for text on, get your votes in for featured artists Friday. Same number, Nolan McGraw is over there calculating things that reveal coming up in a couple of hours. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, pitchers and catchers reporting in Arizona and Florida here to talk about as we're breaking down the American League East. Of course, the Orioles trying to defend that thing best they can. That's the bad news today. But he's with Ray's Radio. Let's welcome back to the show on the WGK Law Guest Hotline, Neil Solens. Neil, good morning. Hope you had a great winter slash fall and all that good stuff. Welcome back to the fan here in the Charm City. 
Good morning. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, man. Before we get to the uh, Tampa Bay Rays and their offseason, which has been rather newsworthy, news coming out of Sarasota today, Kyle Bradish going to start the year on the IL. John Means probably will not be coming up for opening day himself. Gunnar Henderson dealing with a, what do they call it, a, 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 a aggravated oblique and all of that good stuff. He'll be ready to rock and roll. But bottom line is two significant parts expected of this Orioles rotation will not be ready in March, at least in the short term. Neil, how does this change things maybe for you in the AL East? I, I don't know that it does. I mean, every team's got to deal with injury, right? And I think, you're, whether you have them in February or March or during the course of the season, everybody's got to battle adversity. I mean, the Rays are a team that starts the year without Shane McClanahan, without Jeffrey Springs, without Drew Rasmussen. Um, you know, I saw the Yankees just had Scott Efros injured yesterday. Yep. And, you know, he's going to be missing from their bullpen. In a 162-game season, all your awards, all your issues are going to be exposed, and probably the team that is healthiest overall will probably be the one that, that fares the best. And Baltimore is coming off a 100-win season. They still have a heck of a lot of talent, whether they have Bradish or Means start the year or not. All right, Neil, we'll start with, I guess, bad news for the Rays. The Wander Franco, a very disturbing story that broke, what was it, August of uh, late last uh, year, late August. And, uh, you know, he's going through the uh, due process down in the Dominican. What can you tell our listeners about his status right now? And are we looking at a guy that went from all-star to maybe someone that might never play in the major leagues again? Unfortunately, there's there's really not a lot more I can say than what Major League Baseball and the Rays announced in mid-August, just because it's in the middle of, um, you know, proceedings in the Dominican and the MLB has an ongoing investigation. I know at the time the Rays said, hey, we're going to, um, you know, we're, we're supportive of Major League Baseball. You know, we high hold our players to a really high standard. And, um, you know, we'll have more comment when, you know, some sort of resolution comes. And, you know, I think we probably know as much as you do about what we've read or about what we've learned to this point. And, you know, it certainly precipitated other changes in the off season. The, the fact that, you know, that's up in the air and, and Taylor Walls, um, you know, was coming off hip surgery meant that the Rays went out and, and acquired another shortstop that they believe can help them in Jose Caballero. And, and I think the Rays believe that he kind of fits that Taylor Walls mold and, and, you know, the Rays are going to worry about what they have and not worry about what ifs or what can be. I think, you know, the thing that impressed me most about the group last year was from mid-August on when that happened, the Rays won two-thirds of their games. So there's still a, a, a core group of those guys who are back this year, um, and I think they're going to be still very, very good and very tough to deal with regardless of how things work themselves out. Neil, talk about some of the other changes made to the roster in the offseason. Familiar names come and go in Tampa, as we know, and you know better than anyone. But there's still some pretty impressive bats in that lineup. But how's that rotation shaping up as we hit, sit here on February the 15th? You know, I think there's there's certainly some questions in terms of, you know, which names are going to fill. But I, I certainly feel that the way Kyle Snyder has worked as the race pitching coach, that the group has been talented and that they will find a way. And I think they've probably thickened up their bullpen with the addition of Phil Maton that became official yesterday to add to Pete Fairbanks and Jason Adam and Sean Armstrong and Colin Fauchet and Garrett Clevenger. So I think the bullpen is probably thicker in terms of the rotation. I think the anchor, at least it would seem to start the year would be Zach Eflin. Zach Littell had, you know, an amazing move from, 
reliever to starter during the course of the year. They got Ryan Pepio in the the trade involving uh, Tyler Glass now, and they have very high hopes for him. Um, and then Aaron Savali, who they got at the deadline last year. And then, you know, another spot will probably be either Taj Bradley, who, you know, I thought, you know, really has the ability to be at the top of the rotation starter and can continue to grow. Um, and then Uwasawa, who is a guy they got on a minor league deal from Japan. And then beyond that, you're looking at guys like Shane Boz, who's coming off Tommy John surgery. Um and and potentially lengthening out some guys like Chris Devensky or Tyler Anderson, uh, Tyler Alexander to give you more depth. And then later on in the year, you're talking about hopefully getting back uh, Jeffrey Springs, a Drew Rasmussen, and then maybe even evolution of some of the kids. So I wouldn't be shocked if you saw 10 different starting pitchers during the course of this year. And that's kind of the way the race have to do it. It's done somewhat by committee. And that's probably why, you know, people say the race sneak up on guys uh, on teams. Um, I just think they have a fair amount of good pitchers, and they'll put them in the best way they can to win. Neil Solens, Rays Radio, joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fed. Neil, tell our listeners about Junior Caminero and why we're going to get to know that name, I'm sure. I mean, he's a special kid. I mean, most have labeled him a top-five prospect. You know, I was a little surprised that the Rays called him up from AA last year, not because of the talent, but just because it's not something that they've done in their recent history. But I think it also shows how special they believe he can be. I think the question mark is, he going to be a third baseman or a shortstop? He's extremely driven, and he's got amazing power. I always thought that the best power hitters in the game start with the ability to hit the ball the other way. You know, I think of, uh, you know, guys like when Ryan Howard came up and was an MVP with the Phillies. I mean, he first was an opposite field guy who learned how to pull the ball. I think those guys are the most dangerous versus guys who are straight pole hitters. You know, he uses the whole field, really strong, hits the ball hard, um, you know, 20, 21 years of age. Um, you know, whether he starts the year with the Rays or not, I think he's going to have an impact, um, not only this year, but several years to come. And I think the Rays are excited about him um, and just the way he carries himself. He's been here since January um, working out uh, at the Port Charlotte Complex. So, you know, he's driven to try and make the club to start the year, whether he does or not remains to be seen. Like Jackson Holiday for the Orioles, similar situation, you know, um, that you've got going on there. Now, Neil, what about last year, 99 wins? What are your expectations? You know, can they get 99? Uh, I'm guessing, like, if they can get in the 90s, getting the playoffs, they're good. You know, obviously your goal in this division is to win it, if you can, whether it's 90, 91, 94, 95. I, I wouldn't be shocked if five teams, all five teams in this division win 80 games or more. Um, if that's the case, it's probably harder to win 99 games, right? Um, you know, I thought the Yankees took a step back last year. I thought Boston obviously took a step back. Obviously, a lot of people are talking about New York being really good this year. I still see Baltimore as a team to beat. Um, and, you know, this franchise has been now to the postseason five straight years. The goal is to get to a sixth and hopefully do more damage than they've done. They've been knocked out the last few years since going to the World Series in 2020 in the opening round. And, I think the group is capable. There's no question about it. And I think a lot of it is going to come down to the H word. You know, I mean, how healthy are you in September and October? If you are, um, you know, I think that's where the resources of some of the larger market teams show. If, if, you're, a, if you're a team with less resources and you're healthy, you got a chance to really do some damage. Last year, I don't think the Rays were in that great a position. And, and I thought it showed in the games against Texas. And kudos to them. They, they eventually won the whole thing. 
Neil Solon's Rays Radio. Tampa comes to Baltimore, looks like, around uh, Memorial Day weekend, Neil. So we'll see how things unfold over the first couple of months of that regular season. Neil, we appreciate your time as always. Enjoy spring training, and we'll be catching up with you soon, I'm sure. Sounds good. Thanks, thanks for having me on, yeah, guys. Thanks, Neil. There's Neil Solens, everybody. It's Vidian Haiti, 1057 The Fan. If you're just tuning in, we do have some bad Orioles news. Not devastating, but rough enough as they start the first day of media access to the team down with pitchers and catchers. We've got a funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw. He'll make us all smile when we talk to him. Sports with balls. It's Vidian Haiti, 1057 The Fan. News from the NASCAR up top of the hour. Going to talk some Ravens with you. Look at that draft class of 2021 as the show progresses through the final two hours. Danny Green's joining us at 1230. Is this former North Carolina Tar Heel Danny Green? NBA player Danny Green, now an Odyssey NBA insider. He is? Hmm. It's part of the family here. Yes. I will. Uh, let's just say I'll suppress my Carolina hatred. I believe Danny's got an NBA ring out there somewhere, too. Toronto, right? Yes, he was. Three-point shooter, and hey, commend him. When he was playing in North Carolina, I didn't see multiple-year NBA player, but he was, so good for him. Coming up on the All-Star break, by the way, in the NBA, get his thoughts on the first half, if you want to call it that, of the season and what to look forward to in the second half of the year. NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, will talk to him about all things life because he is probably the smartest person we ever get on the show. Nah, not really. Maybe he's like 19th or something. He's in the top 20. Is that fair? I think it's fair. We got a lot of smart people here. Yeah. Except for the three that do yeah. the show. Yeah. Well, we're, that's why we enlist others. We're others receiving votes. Right. They're, they're the top 25. But Nolan, before we get to your fun house, this Braddish news Kind of uh, it's kind of bumming me out, dude. I'm cramping bummed. your style. Yeah, it's uh, it sucks. My There's no other way, cramped. no other way around it. Uh, again, those letters UCL, it, it doesn't give you a good feeling in your stomach. We obviously aren't at this point yet, but Felix Bautista was a partial UCL tear. Shohei Otani, a full UCL tear. Don't know the extent here for Bradish, but. Anytime, again, you hear UCL, your brain assumes the worst. And PRPs, whatever the hell that is. It's a platement, plasma. What they do do is they take your blood out. Nice. And then they spin it, you know, and then they put it back in. Hmm. Like a shot. It's a shot of blood. (laughs) They take a lot of blood out. Let me just say that. Yeah. So that's tough news. John Means probably will not be on the opening day roster as he's a month behind the rest. Gunnar Henderson dealing with an oblique, but everything appears to be fine there. And then Sammy Basaya with a fracture in the elbow, in the right elbow. He's a catcher, so it's his throwing arm. He will continue to DH, however, which is good news, which means there are some baseball activities that he's still capable of doing. Maryland comes from behind to beat Iowa, get themselves a much-needed win, break a three-game losing streak, and then we're what? Two weeks away, basically, from the NFL Combine, and then all the draft stuff will begin. But let's go to the funhouse. How about that? Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. I like that quick draw. 105.7 The Fan. Start with this one here. Texter says, why not bring Steve Wilkes 
just fired by the 49ers into Baltimore, help new defensive coordinator Zach Orr. His experience could be valuable since Orr hasn't called plays yet in his career. Um, he's been a head coach, too. I, I, if he has a relationship with anybody, you, you, you want him to have a relationship, you know, th- that Zach Orr knows or kind of a guy that they respect. Um, just bringing in an outsider that nobody knows, I don't know that that does much. Were you surprised by that news? I was kind of like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. Because yeah. the first thought that went through my mind, and I guess a lot of people uh, are blaming him. Well, he gets the blame from from reading stuff, Bob. I think this has been building. It sounds like Kyle in the past just handed over the defense to the D coordinator, and then he just worried about the offense. This year, he was having to spend a lot of time with the defense and le- less time with the offense, which he didn't like. And we saw him call timeout in the one game we talked about earlier. So I I don't think that he liked what was going on defensively. And, and I think he just wants to focus on offense, you know, because he had Salah and D'Amico Ryans and things were smooth. By the way, Danny Green just trying to multitask has three rings. Wow. Oh. Our apologies. Yeah. Show some respect well, here. No doubt. My bad. And he won an NBA, an NCAA title at North. Hey, this guy's got some rings. We might have to kiss his ass. Uh, how about this one here? Texter says, time to get back on the phone with Chicago. Try to swing a trade for Dylan Cease. UCL is the kiss of death for pitchers. Elias doesn't want to panic in front of the media, but this is probably heading towards Tommy John. But the, I would think the issue there would be Chicago's like, Gotcha. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Their uh-huh. demands were already high. Yeah. What was it trade deadline last year? One rumor had they wanted Holiday and Grayson Rodriguez and Elias. Like, Get out of here. We wouldn't do that for Jim Palmer. But yeah, I'm assuming that's one of the, the things they're thinking about. Maybe not now, but at some point, depending on how everything proceeds down in Sarasota. Uh, This one here on the Ravens draft, Texter says, based on how Isaiah likely played this year, do you see any scenario where the Ravens feel comfortable enough with him that they're willing to shop Mark Andrews for more draft capital? Nope. Nope, not at all. I think having two tight ends, I, I think, is big. I mean, look at what teams have done with two excellent tight ends like the Patriots did. Uh, the only problem is with uh, with the Ravens' two tight ends, neither one can block. And one last one here. Texter says it would be uh, totally a Ravens move to trade out of the first round. Uh, with the depth, I would expect a non-sexy tackle pick early on and then at least two running backs to bring some youth to that room. Well, if you're sitting at 30, here's what happened. If you're sitting at 30, if Eric's sitting there and there's, say, five or six, seven guys that he'd be willing to take at 30, you back up, back up and get a, get an extra pick or two. And then you still, because at 30, you know, you got to pay the guy more and stuff, and you can back out, and there's guys that you like there. To me, that's kind of a no-brainer. I, I think being at 30, I think they look to trade back if they can. What do they have, eight right now? Eight. Speedy and Haney, 105.7 The Pen. We'll come back. More Ravens coming your way next. News from the desk. Buy or sell, 12-15. Let's count that late-week money. Danny Green, talk NBA with him. Former three-time 
NBA champion, and he won a national championship at North Carolina. This dude's got a resume. Talk more about the Orioles' injuries here. NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock, and then Mike Harmon's going to give us a big old hug at 1.30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 